This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Tuesday here on WABC Talk Radio 77 for the Rush Hour. Uh, today's Tuesday, which means Mark Stein Day, but Mark is traveling. Mark is uh, over, well, I don't want to say where he is, but Mark Stein's on the road. So he will not be joining us today. You and I, if you want to be on the program, 800-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And of course, July 4th, hope you had a great July 4th. Uh, and... Once again, mass shooting. <laughs> I'm almost at a loss for words with these mass shootings. Uh, the Democrats, and y- you will remember this, and 14 Republicans uh, passed gun legislation. And Joe Biden signed it. So why are we still having mass shootings? Oh, James, don't be silly, don't be frivolous. No, I'm not. Democrats and liberals keep telling us that if they have the proper legislation, these things will stop. We have new legislation, and they haven't stopped. And I'd like to know why not. I'd like to know from liberals who believe in more legislation why the legislation doesn't seem to be working. I also would like to know, what else does it take on social media before these kooks of these kooky children and young people that mostly fit into a a similar profile, mostly, not all, what's it going to take before social media starts to flag some of these? I, I don't know whether they are mentally disturbed. I don't know whether they're just fringe nut wacko jobs that are not mentally ill but are so invested in their own egos and their own personas that they cannot stop themselves from doing these things. But we do know that for the most part, these shootings happen from people that fit into a profile. And this one, I've looked at some of the social media content that was still around on this one. It's a whack job. 
And that should have been early on. Oops, this kid looks like, first of all, all you got to do is look at his pictures. And then you look past the pictures and you see the social media profiles, what he's doing on social media, and how is this not a red flag to anybody? Why is there no, no, why can, why can these social media, here's the question I have. If you are a doctor, a legitimate, <clears throat> hardworking doctor in the United States, and you have done your own research, and your peers recognize you as somebody that they can trust, and you have a fine, sterling reputation as a practitioner of medicine. Some little child over at one of these social media networks can look at a post that you made on COVID and decide that you are a risk to humanity. Some little child with no medical knowledge whatsoever and have you removed. And if you continue to make posts, then you will have, in some cases, members of the establishment medical community, whether it's the AMA or others, potentially coming after your license. Or you might be the subject of a hit job in a local paper where they try to make you out to be some sort of a horrible person. This happens on social media to doctors, to nurses to medical professionals who have spent their entire lives trying to save people's lives, they are relegated to being called nut jobs, kooks, fraudsters, because they don't toe the line on the government's thinking or on the narrative that we are all supposed to adopt on vaccinations or on COVID response. I saw last week there was a story, and I meant to actually bring it up, One of the mainstream publications, it was either, I believe, the Washington Post or the uh, New York Times, ran a hit piece on Dr. Atlas. And they were blaming Dr. Atlas for the spread of the the virus. In other words, because he, Dr. Atlas, got behind things that didn't work. And, And like this false idea of herd immunity. Well, herd immunity is not a false idea. Now, it may be a false idea to some people at the Washington Post or the New York Times, wherever this this story was, because they don't like it because it doesn't fit into their narratives. And they were still promoting the idea of lockdowns and everything else. Well, why do they want to promote lockdowns and say that the people that did those were right and the people that did not follow that course were wrong? Because they have a political agenda. Because it was Democrats in Democrat cities who were behind the lockdowns. It was a Republican or Republicans like Ron DeSantis and like Christy Nome and others who like freedom who said, no, we're not going to lock down our economy. And yes, we're going to let people, we're going to protect the elderly. And that, by the way, is what Dr. Atlas had said, uh, if I have his take correctly, that they wanted to protect the elderly, protect the most vulnerable, and for everybody else, not impose severe draconian uh, methods on them during this COVID season. But the, the left wasn't having it. The left wanted an all-against-one all, all, all effort, no matter who you are. You had, to, you had to do this. You had to wear the mask, the double mask. You had to shut down your business, unless, of course, it was a state-approved business. 
and you couldn't go anywhere unless you were a Democrat in charge, and then you could go anywhere you want to to hang out with your friends because the law never applies to Democrats. It only applies to you, the peasant class. I haven't lost my place because this all goes back to these shootings. All of these doctors in the medical profession who are legitimate doctors, who have spent their entire lives helping to save the lives of their fellow human beings because this is what they believe in. This is their creed. This is what they do because this is their calling in life to try to help other people. They don't have freedom of speech in, uh, on social media platforms. They can't talk about what they know because they will be stripped of the voice that they have to speak and they will be castigated and demonized as being kooks. And yet, on the same social media platforms, we have these insanely acting young men who look like the dregs of society or who look like they are seriously disturbed and they produce content, they produce videos of themselves doing disturbing things, they say disturbing things, they hint of violence all the time, and yet these same social media platforms, anxious to kick off America's doctors and nurses, will not tamp down on these potential whack job mass killers. Why is that? They will at these social media sites. If, if, if Elon Musk hadn't threatened to buy Twitter, most conservatives on that site would still be shadow banned. And all you have to do is talk to conservatives before the Elon Musk announcement and afterwards. And afterwards, why all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they got these huge increases in followers that were b- being kept from them somehow. All of a sudden, people who, who said, I only saw your post one day or two days, all of a sudden they get to see the things that you're actually posting. And yet here we are. These mass killers love social media. They go on it. They try to make names for themselves on social media. And they flourish on social media. And nobody stops them. Nobody stops them from identifying themselves as nut jobs in so many words and so many pictures. And yet, they're allowed to stay on social media. Unlike people who have a different political view than the mainstream Democrat liberal narrative, unlike doctors, nurses, caregivers, who have a different view of how to deal with the so-called pandemic or who think differently about vaccine mandates. They get thrown off social media quickly. And yet these mass killers are still on there. If you want to know one area that needs to be fixed, this is not going to stop all the mass killings in this country at all. But identifying some of these 
whack jobs that are on mass media would certainly help. And making sure that these whack jobs don't have guns. Again, this guy had a legal gun. How do these whack job kids end up being able to legally buy guns? And I thought the Democrat legislation was to fix all that. It's still not fixed. We're still having mass killings in the United States of America, despite Joe Biden and the Democrat Party and 14 rhino Republicans signing a deal that said we were going to have enhanced backgrounds, signing a deal that said, oh, we've addressed now. We've finally done something about the mass shootings, and yet we still have them. My question to you, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't mean it as a empty question, how do we stop this? I mean, really, seriously, how do we stop this? How do we stop these mass shootings from happening? 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. James Golden, a.k.a. Sterling, welcome to Bo Sterling's Rush Hour. We're coming back right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley Rush on Rush. 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snerdley. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Rush, Rush, Ray Charles brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. Now, those of you who are here every week, and there are quite, quite a few of you who drop in to listen to Mark Stein with me on our Tuesday Mark Stein Day. Mark is traveling. He is headed to destinations that are far, far away and away from a microphone today. So we will wait to hear from Mark. And Mark will be with us, maybe not next week, but certainly within the next two weeks. He is traveling. He's on the road. Uh, Samantha B., this woman is not funny in my view at all. I look at sometimes these, these, these comedians that the left think are funny, and I wonder where the appeal is. But Samantha B. is another one who has been on TV for many years. I don't know what her ratings look like. Never bothered to, uh, to look at it. She worked for John Stewart's The Daily Show. Now, every liberal in America used to hold up John Stewart like he was magic, like anything that came out of his mouth was magic. I never saw much appeal in John Stewart either, to be frankly. I mean, he's not a bad guy. Don't get me wrong, and he's an intelligent guy. I just didn't think he was funny. But uh, she used to work, apparently, for The Daily Show with John Stewart. And that guy that's on now, Trevor Noah, he's trying his best to be funny. He's not. He's another one. They import some comedian from South Africa who really doesn't understand the the way that America works, doesn't understand the nuances of America, and throw him on and think he's going to be funny. Anyway, I digress. Ms. B said, I can't describe how painful... It is to be here now, she's speaking of, in our country. In a place where the Supreme Court has the power to erase 50 years of constitutional law. 
Make no mistake, this is not where it ends. Conservatives will not rest until they have come for all of our rights. Everything we have fought for will be lost unless we take it back. It's not just about voting in November. It's about doing everything in our power to help vulnerable people access abortion across state lines. And we have to raise hell in our cities, in Washington, in every restaurant Justice Alito eats at for the rest of his life. Because if Republicans have made our lives hell, it's time to return the favor. This is a call to violence. It is a call to violence. And I don't understand how this woman can stay on TV after issuing a call to violence against a Supreme Court justice. Let us go back to her first dim-witted statement. I can't describe how painful it is to be here now, a place where the Supreme Court has the power to erase 50 years of constitutional law. Listen, dimwit. It wasn't constitutional, and that was the problem. That was the problem all along. If you talk to people that are intellectually honest, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she was alive, the problem with this law was that it was not rooted soundly in the Constitution. And if you believe in stare decisis, what she's making the argument for, that because it's been around 50 years, it ought to stay here forever. America existed without this on the books a lot longer than it did with Roe v. Wade. The real precedent was what took place before Roe v. Wade. But you don't respect that. You don't respect that time honored because you don't get your way. And every time a liberal doesn't get their way, they become like petulant little children. They can't handle not getting their way. They have to stomp their feet. They have to gnash their teeth. They have to throw things. They have to demand violence against people because they didn't get their way. They don't have their way. Where, 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 I can't kill my offspring. So therefore, let me have a tantrum, and now let me go in and demand that people stop you while you're eating so that you can harass them, and hopefully something bad will happen to a Supreme Court justice. These people are touching insanity. They cannot see beyond their own rage and anger and hate that the the illogical positions that they take. I will keep bringing this up, and I'm sorry that it bores, if it bores some of you because you've already heard it five, six, seven times, but I will continue to bring this up. The left in America cares more about a turtle egg than they do about a human life. On the beaches across the eastern seaboard, on the beaches and some areas in the western sea, in, in the western coast, if a sea turtle come, crawls up to shore, digs out a little place to put their eggs, and puts their eggs there, liberal people, leave these animal lovers, and I'm an animal lover too, but animal-loving liberals will go out there with flags and, and, and put a little flag next to the nest. Don't you come near this. Don't you come near this. This is the life of turtles continuing. It's an egg in the ground. They will not let you, a human being, collect that egg, break it, put it in a frying pot, a frying pan, and scramble it up. 
If you do that, you'll go to jail for feeding yourself with a turtle egg because they see that egg represents the life of a turtle, and they will not allow you to do anything to interfere with the life of a turtle. If you turn your lights on, they will send state officials over to fine you, and if you don't obey, and to arrest you because you have lights on that they think can hurt little turtle hatchlings when they first come out. These people care more for the life of a turtle egg than they do for a human life. They will make all kinds of excuses, like they used to do when they ran the slavery racket. When Democrats ran the slavery racket, what did they say? Oh, well, they're not really human. Oh, well, they're, come on, come on, you're human, I'm human, they're not really human. That's what they say about babies in the room. They're not really human. Oh, stop. They're just fetals. They're just embryonic things, and, and then later on they turn into fetuses, and fetuses don't matter. They use language to justify their immoral intent which is to crush the life of some being that is living. They won't do that with the turtle egg, but they'll damn sure do it with a human a human being. And then you get this woman and her ilk demanding that people go in and harass and hopefully, in their view, I guess, harass Supreme Court justices enough so that something would happen to them. And I bet you, by the way, she's not being thrown off Twitter. No, no, no. She's not going to be thrown off Facebook or wherever it is. Because the only people that get thrown off there are people that don't go along with the narrative, like the doctors, like the nurses, who have a very different view than the establishment narrative on COVID. But Samantha B and her ilk will be fine on social media. Right next to all these little mass shooters in waiting. Who display their ignorance and who display their hatred every single day of the week that they can post something on social media. They're not taken off either. But again, let some doctor say something about COVID based on their own experience with patients. And they're thrown off. It is time for a radical change in this country. I don't want Samantha B. shut up. I want her to be able to keep talking. I want her to keep spewing her hatred. I want her to keep spewing her infantile view of America's political system and of our Constitution. Let the world see who you are, Samantha B. But what I do hope is that one day, the social media platforms in this country will actually do something to help identify and get these, these, these wacko bird children off before they can commit mass shootings identify them, and help get these 
wackos some help. Lorraine, telephones, Rockville Center, New York. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you this afternoon, Lorraine? I'm doing okay. I have a comment. These shooters have, uh, so far, for the vast majority, are disgruntled white men. They weren't brought, brought up in isolation. He took, the latest one took his mother's car, so he had some kind of relationship with his family. What is wrong with his family? If I had a kid with the number 47 by his eye, I would say something is terribly wrong with this kid. Let's get some help. It's time for parents of these wandering antisocial people to take some charge and help these kids before they become a super tragedy. I mean, it's not I couldn't agree with you more. If you look at the picture of this kid, all you have to do is look, and all you have to do is be honest and not be woke and not go along with this, oh, everything goes. Everything goes. It's all right if my kid wants to look like that. No, it's not all right if your kid wants to look like that. Something is going on in that person's brain that's not right. And, Lorraine, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, kid's putting some numbers on his face. He's looking like something the Satan troll dragged in from from hell. You go and you something's wrong with this kid. Let's get this kid in front. From here to eternity, if there is, if parents want to have children, they have to have responsibility for them bringing up for the good and the bad. And if you see your kid has problems, it's your responsibility as as a parent to help this kid, to make this kid fit in, not to become some out-of-whack killer, just to indiscriminately kill people because you feel like it. Amen. Lorraine, I love you. Thank you for the call. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. It is both Snurley's Rush Hour. We're coming back. More of your calls, more news right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Bo Snerdley on 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdley. Rush. Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdley. What's this guy's last name? Is it Rick Ashley? I always loved this guy's voice, and I always loved his music. But it sounds like it sounds like um, like jingle music to me almost. I think he's British. WABC Talk Radio 77. By the way, we had a great interview with Omar Hakim last week. He's going to be part of a uh, concert um, that is put together by the Foo Fighters and the family of Taylor Hawkins. And, you know, there are some details on that. You can listen to the podcast version of our show on Saturday and get that. Two concerts, one in, uh, in the U.K. 
and the other one in uh, Los Angeles. There's another story here. Washington State School Board Director. Now, please let this sink in. This is not, the headline doesn't say uh, Washington State pervert wacko sleazeball. The story says Washington State School Board Director to teach sexual pleasure class to nine-year-olds at sex shop. A Washington State School Board Director who owns a sex shop is making headlines after announcing she will teach sex ed classes for children as young as nine years old on topics such as sexual anatomy for pleasure. Also, your nine-year-olds, if you live in the state, be able to go to her sex and take a class on safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities. Nine to 12-year-olds. Her name is Jen Mason. She says, we focus on what makes healthy versus unhealthy friendships and romantic relationships, the science of how puberty works, consent, personal boundaries, defining sex, blah, 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 blah. Class topics. What is sex? Kinds of solo and partnered sexual activities. Sexual anatomy for pleasure and reproduction. Gender and sexual identities. Safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities. That's part of the offering. Now, I've seen pictures of that were taken apparently inside this sex shop. So when these kids walk in, they're going to be greeted by seeing rows and rows of dildos and every other kind of sex toy imaginable at age from 9 to 12, and then they can have their sex class. And you want to tell me that the left has any, any justification for being mad at conservatives who call this behavior grooming. Okay? And they are. They do not like that word, and they don't like the fact that conservatives are actually pointing out that these so-called teachers, these so-called educators, this woman is on the school board. And this is what she's teaching children in Washington State. There is another picture of a naked person, almost naked, in one of these parades, dragging a little child along with them. And and people are outraged by this stuff. What is wrong with these people? Well, this is another variation of the same illness that these young mass shooters have. These, These people have no, no clue, apparently, how to interact in society in a quote-unquote normal way. And yes, there are norms. There's such a thing as normal. And these people are clearly abnormal. They are not functioning with all the cylinders that most people function with in terms of social behaviors. Going back to the story about Miss B., Samantha B. and her 
called to have Samuel Alito harassed for the rest of his life if he dares show up at a restaurant anywhere. The Supreme Court Marshal is now asking state officials to prohibit picketing around the justices' homes. You know why they have to do that? Because our Department of Justice, under the political hackery of Marlon, of, of, of what's his name, is not doing it. Merrick Garland. There have been so many calls, people saying, hey, this is against the law. This is against the law. Would you pop, stop these people from protesting outside of Supreme Court justices' houses? And the Department of Justice, the FBI, none of them will protect our Supreme Court justices. It is almost, don't tell me that these people do not want to see something bad happen. They may not be saying it. But their inaction to protect our judges indicates that they want to see something bad happen. I don't know how you can look at it any other way. Let's head back to the telephones. Let's go to Jody and Merrick. How are you, Jody? Hey, how you doing, Bo? I just wanted to know if you heard about the school shooting that happened three weeks ago down in Duncanville, Texas. This was after the the, 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 Uvalde, the Uvalde incident. What happened there? Okay, about three weeks ago, there was a, a man, 42 years old, went into a summer school camp with a handgun. And they uh, got the shot door. up. And he got Go- shot up. He went through the front door. He had a, uh, the guy at the front door had a handgun. They started shooting it out. He ran down the hallway trying to get into the rooms. But the rooms were all locked down. Went into the gym. The cops showed up two minutes later, got him in the gym, and shot him up. But like I said, you don't hear anything about that. Yeah, because that goes to how we can protect. And what Republicans are talking about, making these schools a security-hardened environment. And they all poo-poo that like that's nothing. And that, and by the way, there was another incident that occurred. It wasn't on school grounds. But it was at some party that was happening in one of these towns where some guy came out uh, as, and started to try to do one of these mass shootings, and a woman pulled out her weapon and boom, boom, bye-bye. That was the end of it. So you see people, as they say, good people with guns do stop bad people with guns, and that is something else the left hates. They hate when you use that sentence. And they hate it because it's true, but it doesn't work for their narrative. Jody, great call. Thank you so much. Glad to hear from you. Let's go to St. Louis and speak with Rod. Hello, Rod. Welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. You're on James Golden, most nearly. It's Rush Hour. Okay, Paul. A couple things. First, I've, I've listened to Rush since 72. In fact, I helped to get him on KMOX. Okay? and But I never heard the story of how the two of you got together. And I think a lot of us in in the audience, and, you know, we've listened to Rush for years, but we've heard you. We've heard you on the air now, but we don't know the story. Okay, well, number one, and not to be like a hawk, but, but I just do want to let you know that I did write a book, and the book is called Rush on the Radio, and I go through in detail not only that, how did that happen, but a lot of other things that happened behind the scenes during that wonderful 30-year period that I had to work with Rush. So 
Um, please, if you care, you can find it on Amazon. You don't like Amazon, Barn and no- Barnes and Nobles, or jamesgolden.com, and we can make sure to get it to you. It's called Russia on the Radio. That's number one. But the story of that is that I worked at WABC then as well. I was I had a long history at WABC. I was the last music director, first talk producer at WABC. And Rush, when Rush came to New York, interestingly enough, I met him on his first day in the city. That's another story. But eventually, part of the arrangement was that WABC would provide an engineer and a call screener for the show. And so I was rotated onto the show as part of that deal. And Rush had already had about two call screeners before that, Marva and Mervyn Snurdly. So that's how it happened. But again, it goes into more detail in the book with all the behind the scenes. Look at all that. Rod, thank you for that question. I appreciate it. Anything else for me? I'll read the book, but on this uh, you know, the whole problem of all these shootings, it all goes back to our culture where we've taken God out of everything. Amen to that. And when we take God out of everything, then there's no values. And if there's no values, you can do anything you want to do. And then there's no responsibility. And and as far as the Supreme Court thing on abortion, what, we've had birth control, uh, pills, we've had all kinds of things that women can use to prevent pregnancy. That's responsibility. Why should anybody get pregnant today if they don't want to get pregnant? If they don't want to, and if if it's in in a consensual relationship. We have to always acknowledge that there are people, and I believe it's uh, 1% of pregnancies occur from either rape or incest or something like that. Uh, But it is still something that is horrific for those women who do experience that. But you're absolutely right on that. And let me just say this about the Supreme Court. You brought it up. One of the things that Samantha B. and the rest of these liberals will never understand is what 50 years of living without the government recognizing the sanctity of life did to this country. And you can look around and you can see it. Now, I believe that once we as a society regain and it is possible for us to regain our spiritual health as a nation when it comes to respecting life and respecting the creator of life, we will see a very different society emerge than the one we're living with now. Rod, thank you so much for the call. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, is Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We're coming back. More of your calls, more news right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly Rush on Rush. 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Oh, yeah, come over. Santana brings us back on WABC. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. Rita Cosby show up later. Gotta stay tuned. And, of course, the great one, Mark Levin. I had a great conversation with Mark last week. All of that on WABC and so much more. You know, Michael Moore is now at it again. On uh, for the, To celebrate July 4th, Michael Moore wrote his own declaration 
I don't have to do a big preamble for it. Just listen to this. He says, I'm Michael Moore, standing up for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and being completely fed up with recent events that have upset my tranquility, hereby declare the following on this 4th of July, 2022. One, says Michael Moore, I refuse to live in a country threatened by white supremacy, and I'm not leaving. So we've got a problem. No, you have a problem. Number two, I cannot, says Michael Moore, in good conscience, continue to receive the privileges of full citizenship in this land when all of its women and girls have now been, by court decree, declared official second-class citizens with no rights of their own bodies and conscripted to a life of forced birth should they fall pregnant and not want to be. Isn't this not amazing? You just fall. One day, you're just walking down the street, and the next thing you know, you just fall pregnant. I fell pregnant. I didn't fall in love, but I fell pregnant. Okay. And number three, Michael Moore says, I demand an end to the mass incarceration of black Americans. Thanks, Mike. And an end to police shooting black people. Thanks, Mike. And I demand reparations be made to the black community for all they have currently had to suffer and endure. Hey, Mike, you got lots of money. Go to your favorite black neighborhood, knock on doors, and start giving away your money. That's all you have to do. This is the kind of nonsense. I demand an end to mass incarceration of black people. Oh, these people didn't get in jail for being criminals? They just said, oh, oh, you're black. Let's mass incarcerate you, you dumb. Oh, he wants to give reparations. Like I said, help yourself. End police shooting of black. Why don't we end, uh, by the way, black shooting of other black people while you're at it? Since that takes so many more black lives than these police shootings, Michael Moore. Danny, Long Island, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you this afternoon, Danny? I'm doing fine, but you'll be doing much better, and so will your blood pressure if you just ignore these idiots, because what he is is an idiot. But my question to the media, the, the, the lamestream left liberal progressive media is all over the shooting at the parade, which as well they should be. It was a horrible thing. But only about 30 miles away in Chicago, 71 people were shot over the weekend, Most about 15 dead, I understand. And 51 in New York City with several dead, almost all of them people of color. But the only person that they're concerned about. You forgot Philly. You forgot Philly. They had a bloodbath in Philly, too, this weekend. Go ahead. But the only person of color they're concerned about is the knucklehead speeding in the car, firing shots at the police in Ohio, who who they lit up justifiably. But they're all over that guy. That guy shouldn't have been shot. But the rest of the poor black kids all over the country, they don't seem to have the time to discuss it. Other than that, if it, 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 am, I, am, I ignoring, am I missing something there? No, you're not missing anything, Danny. But except this is just to call a regular weekend in Chicago. This is a regular weekend in New York. This is a regular weekend in Philadelphia. And if you go, you look at the crime numbers in Los Angeles, in, 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 in Atlanta, in Detroit, wherever you find nice blue cities run by these liberal blue progressives, you'll see the same thing. But that's just a normal weekend. 
So why are you even bringing it up? Why are you just, why, 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 how dare you bring up the fact that black folks are killing other black folks at these record numbers every single weekend in America? I mean, my goodness. Huh. I love you, Danny. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you so much. Judith in Brooklyn. Welcome, WABC Talk Radio 77. Hi, good afternoon, James. I love your name, James, okay? Love it, okay? Like James Bond. Uh, And by the way, you were talking about Santana. Santana once said, there are artists and there are con artists. And I like that very much when he said that one. (laughs) And and you're talking about guns. I called for something else. You're talking about guns. I heard a detective a few, uh, pretty recently, and he said, a gun is a neutralizer. So hence, if you have a good guy with a gun, he takes a bad guy out with a gun. Simple as that. So I don't know how you feel about that one. But I'm calling, James, I'm calling because this Cassandra Hutchinson, okay, she sits there and she's saying, I heard this and I heard that, okay, and they're in awe of her. And, oh, my God, the media and everyone, oh, my God, and, they're, you know, all this stuff. Meanwhile, think back when Rudy Giuliani and uh, Jenna um, Ellison, I think her name is Jenna yeah, Ellis. Jenna Ellis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, so they had, like, hundreds of people coming forward. And these were people that were first, you know, witnesses to all kinds of election fraud, and they were totally ignored. Like, why were they not credible? You know, and they took an oath. They swore hundreds and hundreds of people talking about election fraud. And then you wonder why a million people came together on January 6th questioning the election, you know? Part of what the, this, the press is still doing as of today, they did a so-called fact check on 2,000 mules. They did a fact check on the people behind it, and what they keep saying now is that there's nothing but 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 kooky Republicans spouting this spouting any problem with the elections. They refuse to acknowledge at all that there was a single problem to the left. The last election was perfect; everything was perfect about it. Never mind that a few weeks ago, the very United States government agency in charge of our cybersecurity said there's a problem with these Dominion voting machines. But you won't hear about that much. Associated Press reported that. By the way, for you leftists, you can go fact-check that at Associated Press. Okay? They said in 17, or maybe I have the number wrong, in X number teen uh, places in the country, locations, there is a potential problem with Dominion machines being hacked. But don't worry, nothing ever happened. So that, those are the kind of things that they tell us. And now, by the way, Rudy Giuliani and others have been subpoenaed down in this Georgia case that they're trying to make against Trump and against other people. These people are relentless. They never, ever, ever stop. This January 6th thing is not gaining the traction that they had ever since the Hutchinson. And, and what, the, what is happening there is so many people know that she told falsehoods. The left, in some cases, is still pretending that she's a stellar witness and that there's not a problem with her testimony. There are big problems with her testimony. And as a result, this whole January 6th thing may go out like a whimper. And it should because it was a political trial put on by political hacks, much akin to what the Soviet Union used to do with their political show trials or what some third-world banana republic does with their one-sided, not-in-search-of-justice trials. 
It's a disgrace for the United States to have a committee like this January 6th committee pretending that they're looking for the truth when, in fact, all they're looking to do is frame a political outcome and frame as many people as they can. So 100% in total agreement with you. Let us go to Ralph in New Rochelle. Ralph, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Mr. Golden? I always enjoy your program. And I just want to say, first off, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but do you think all these young men on social media that are not being found, you know, and taken care of first before they start shooting, are just a way for the Second Amendment to get eroded because people see these mass shootings? The first thing they go to is the guns. All these murders in the street, they can't stop these people from having these illegal guns. I mean, they know that people are out there spewing this crap on social media. Maybe they want these things to happen. I would hate to believe that of even these social media platforms. I mean, do I believe that Democrats and their allies want something bad to happen to our Supreme Court justices? Yes, I believe that. I believe that based on their actions, because what these protesters doing is clearly against federal law and against state law. And yet the Department of Justice, the FBI, none of them will intercede. So I do believe that the DOJ doesn't want to actually see law enforcement there because they hope, they hope that Joe Biden can get another appointment to the Supreme Court. Yes, I said it. I think that underlying everything, that's what the liberals wish more than anything, that they could get a seat. But whether they... Go ahead. They wanted to defund the police. They let all these riots out on the West Coast and these cities burn people's businesses. I mean, you know, they just let all these people just commit crimes with no... The Democrats are the party of criminality. They are the party of lawlessness in America. You cannot look at what's happening at the borders or in our cities and conclude otherwise. My friends, that's it for the day. We are out of time. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. Keep it right here. And as always, my dear friends, may God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. Tomorrow's another day. We'll be back for your Wednesday rush hour at 4 p.m. Make sure you're here. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.